Hey everyone, welcome to JoJo's World. Greetings in Bizarre Town. Da, 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 da. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Broadway musical project. Every week we write a new song and then we get sued. <laughs> this is from the hit show Les Miserables. Except it's not at all. Jojo, at last. I hope you're prepared for an unforgettable luncheon. <laughs> Can I just make the sound of a chair hitting your back as, like, the rowers start rowing? Is that a thing that we can do? Do we have a wooden chair? I don't see why not. Oh no, what's this? It's Dio with a steel chair. <gasps> Dio. Look out, Jojo. Oh, Dio comes off the top rope. Dun, 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 dun. We need a backing orchestra. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast where we recap and discuss one episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure week by week, except for the weeks that we take off because I'm dying. <laughs> You're dying not so much on the inside because that, that happened long ago, but more on the outside. I'm not dying in a mortality sense, just in a... Help me sense. Everyone keeps asking why Liam is dying, but no one asks how Liam is dying. Or when Liam is dying. (laughs) This week, we watched uh, the 85th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, which is the 11th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4, Diamond is Unbreakable. It covers chapters 307 through 310 of the manga. Hey, that's four chapters. Well done. That's like basic... Subtraction. That's Basic counting. Sub- yeah. That's a thing. That's a thing that I know how to do. Counting. That's our word of the day. And that word of the day was brought to you by who? Nick Ballantyne. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the co-hosts. Today's episode is... This is the weirdest intro. Do, pe- do you reckon if someone listened to this for the first time, they'd be like, what is this the show? The first time and the last time. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Arvid From. Arvid From. Arvid Fro- Have I written that down correctly? Or was it Arvid Form? Nope. It's Arvid From. Why isn't it Arvid Form, you may ask? Very polite of you to spell check yourself on air, Nick. Not very, a problem. Very professional. Very nice. Thank you, Arvid From, for your... Kind support. Arvid from the I heart. appreciate you enough to learn your name and not make puns from it. I am not above that. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. Arvid from the heart. I already made that pun already, but it's a good pun. It's a good pun. So you can just sort of hear the sound of me contemplating whether or not to cut all of those. <laughs> and you will do no such thing, Liam. Using your presidential veto. I get one veto an episode. This is my veto. I, I think I get a veto per episode. So, Nick. Yes. Red Hot Chili Pepper, part one. Yes. What did you think of this episode? Just off the top of the dome. Um, Before we go, under the dome. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. I didn't think it was amazing, but I thought it was okay. There's no, let's go eat Italian food. You're goddamn right. There was no beautiful Italian man saying, hey, I'm going to heal you so good. We didn't learn anything about any types of cuisine. <laughs> I mean, I learned that apparently Italian food has remarkable properties. No, you learned that last week. Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry, I... Oh, just, easy mistake through. to make. Yeah, it just came through again and I was like, oh, man, Italian food. I saw him in the opening you credits and I was like... You relived oh. the entire episode in your mind in that one moment. Yes. yes. Yes, I did. That's how good Italian food is, Liam. Man, you know what we should do? I also think this episode is fine. But not amazing. 
It's a setup episode, you know? Yeah, it really is. We already had the setup last episode as well. That's the worst part. Did we? Yeah, because it ends on the same part that we did last time. It was like, we're just coming into the port. It was like, okie dokie. Oh, yeah, right. And yes. so it's the same setup. So really all that's changed this episode is now the, the bad guy has advanced his plan a little bit more. But even then it was like, oh, he's already following them. Like, so, yeah, yeah, from a certain yeah. point of view, as as the listener will, will discover as we recap the episode... Things would have been better for the protagonists if they didn't do anything this episode. <laughs> if they just sat around playing video games. Red Hot Chili Pepper wouldn't have found out about Joseph and... Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. If they hadn't done anything with any veil of autonomy... Any veil of autonomy? Sure. With any degree of autonomy, they would have been much better off. They should have listened to... How uh, ironic that the only people that could defeat the Stars was someone else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dio came this close. Couple of times. And he would have gotten away with it too. It wasn't so damn meddling cacuines. That, that man, Cars. Oh. He also, he had a good crack at it, but not quite good enough. Who's gonna, who's gonna take a crack at the title this time? Oh. I don't know. I, I haven't gotten that far. It's only episode 11. 11? 10. No. Nick, who do you think the bad 11. guy of this part is? It's not Dio. Dio <laughs> is very much dust at this point. Uh... I don't think it's Chili Pepper. I don't think Chili Pepper is the main bad guy. He doesn't really have that charisma. No. Well, he's very fast, but that's all he's got. So I reckon there has to be some big bad guy. I don't know who, though. Not yet. Not yet. It's not Joseph. Unless Joseph is evil now. Yeah, he's kind of put on the stone mask and kick all their asses. <laughs> he, like, gets off the boat and it's like, oh, he's old because he has a stone <coughs> mask on his face. That's how age works. Yeah. So, we open. It's nighttime in Josuke's house. He's playing video games. He's just like you and me. What's he playing? The new God of War game, perhaps? No. He's in the past. It's 1999. He's playing Gradius or something. Yeah. I fucking love that game. So good. His mum, Tomiko, is in the room being like, Josuke, shut off your video games and do your homework. And she's kicking him in the back. No, mother, you don't understand. I've, I've got to say, I was, I was a little shocked when I first saw this episode. Because I obviously I read the manga of mm. this series of chapters. And my, my read on this series of events was that like she was like le- gently leaning on his back with, it, with her foot and like throwing him off. Yeah. Not repeatedly kicking him in the spine. <laughs> No, but I fucking love that. It's amazing. It seemed a bit more playful to me in the uh, the static panel. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Jojo's all like, Mother, you don't understand. I've put this upon myself to defeat this challenge. Are you going to take it away from me, you cruel wench? No, I must sit here and do what must be done. And then she kicks his back until he dies. Not like he dies. (laughs) Yep, she kicks him to death, her own son. If only you were a better son, you would have lived longer. Yeah, that's what my my dad said to me. (laughs) Is this why you're having a bad time recently? Is no, your dad no, is kicking you? No, I have a very, very wholesome family. Oh, I wanted to have drama. There could be drama in the JoJo world. Wait, the JoJo world world? The JoJo world world would be full of drama. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. He turns off the TV and his mum's like, and get out of your school uniform. It's night time. Pleb. God, Jesus. My idiot son. <laughs> if only there was some way to better you. And the TV turns itself back on. Spooky. Yeah, that's is Josuke about to see the ring and die in seven days? Man, you'd think that there would be some kind of alternative explanation involving something that could control electricity. There's some sort of corny soap opera on where, oh, like... He's never coming back. It was either a corny soap opera or it could have been, like, a colour rendition of Casablanca. 
It could have been anything that involved that one scene outside the plane. Sure. Yeah. They're just like, oh. Here's looking at you, kid. Red Hot Chili Pepper is also in the TV. <laughs> and he's all like, nah. I'm coming for you. And then he leaps on out of the TV. He's a big buff kappa. Kappa. And he's all like, ah, Jotaro's not leaving town even though I told him to. What's up, Josuke? It's me. Cut to the OP. Uh, the the song, I I actually had it memorised this time we're back, around. We're back to the regular version of the song. But I literally had it memorised and I've forgotten it. Good. Because you know how every time I try to remember what the song is and I always just go... It's a real earworm. You'll never believe what just popped into my head just now. Uptown funk. We didn't start the funk. Is that your uptown funk? That's that one bit of it. Is it? Yeah, that's part of the song. I haven't heard it, so I don't know what it is. Nick, it's a good song. It came out like four years ago or something now. It came out four years ago? Maybe not four, maybe like two. But good song. You should listen to it. Oh, man. Can't be stuffed listening to it. It's a certified banger. (laughs) It's a real banger of a tune. A real body banger. That sounds dirty. How about we go with Headbanger? That sounds even more dirty. After the OP, um, Josuke <laughs> talks to Red Hot Chili Pepper for a while. He's all like, what are you doing in my house, you little shit? Oh, I've been coming by for a while now. Yeah, but what? Are you, why are you here like right now? Why are you specifically in my house at this exact point in time? He's all, yeah, I know that... Uh... Oh, I have also been spying on Okiyasu and, and Keicho and Yukako. Remember her? She's still around. Again, not answering the question. Why are you specifically here in my house now? I also know that Hazamata and Tamami are in the hospital because they ran afoul of a certain Josuke Higashikata. Oh my god. Just... And also Koichi, I guess. Just answer. Th- Why are you here in my house? I want to p- go away from you. Why are you here, you little shitlord? I'm here to kill you, boy. That is an answer. Okay. It's a surprise. <laughs> um, yeah, so Josuke's all like, uh, what, you're not, you're not dumb enough to think you can kick my ass, are you? And he says, no, I'm not going to kick your ass. I'm going to kill you painlessly. Red Hot Chili Pepper, in this, particularly in this thing, he's like a great cackling villain. He's just. He doesn't care that he's just being ridiculously evil. He's like, yeah, I'm going to kill you, Josuke. And because he's dealing with Josuke, who's like, uh, I'm a cool guy. That's what I do. He's just that much more ridiculous. Mm, yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> Jotaro, I mean, Josuke replies somewhat strangely. Mm. He says, that sounds like a sad excuse for a joke, good sir. <laughs> I mean, you got to be formal in these situations, you know? He's just walked in. Uninvited, might I add. you got to be formal about it. You can't be on casual terms. I told Jotaro before that Star Platinum's dangerous. And Jotaro is very attentive. And Star Platinum can stop time. How does everyone know that Star Platinum can stop time? There, it's the thing of legend. Okay? They're all on, like, the evil stand user message boards. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Stand abuser. R slash evil stand user. <laughs> It's 99, man. Reddit hasn't been invented yet. It's still like an RSS forum. It's like a GeoCities. <laughs> DeoCities. It has like, has a counter at the bottom. It's just like, you are the 110th stand user mm. to visit this site. Zero days since the last Aura Aura incident. Oh, God. DeoCities. Yeah, it's pretty Fucking good, isn't hell. it? I, 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 I wish I had made that. I was, I'm glad you, that you returned to that because I felt like it didn't get the credit it was due. <laughs> I mean, that's damn good. Why would... Do you reckon Dio would have started it just when, like, computers were coming about being like, I'm going to make this cool little website thing? Oh, yes. 
personal computers. Back in my day, we only had the typewriter and the Gutenberg printing press. <laughs> but now we have the power of the transistor on our side. This electronic mail will allow me to destroy the Joe Stars. It's like, haha, you didn't know. You can't kill me through electronic mail. No, but I can kill you through uprooting your reputation. I've downloaded this bonsai buddy to help me destroy the Joestar. Do you see this paperclip? He can assist me now. He is the strongest of my minions. <laughs> do and I the need... most loyal. <laughs> do you need help? Yes. Yes, I <laughs> yes, do. Yes, I am trying to send a letter. <laughs> Are you trying to un? <laughs> Are you trying to unveil the power of the stone mask to its fullest capability? <laughs> Would you like some help? Yes. Anyway, this is a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So Red Hot Chili Pepper starts getting up into Josuke's face, and he's all like, "Come on, get closer, get closer." Until he's like literally an inch away from him, and like touching his cheek, being like. Hit me right here. Go on, hit me. Get real close so that you're at maximum power. Go do, on. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Give do me it. a super sharp one. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I want it so bad. Now, the last time I heard someone say, I want a super sharp one, was a super sharp one? That's what you said. Yeah. A super sharp one uh, was at a train station at 11.30pm when I'm pretty sure he just sniffed some cocaine. Nice. <laughs> where he was like, give it to me. Give me the super sharp one. He was like, okay. Was he talking to you? Uh, I hope not. Because if he was, I didn't realise. Fast as a bullet, Crazy Diamond pops into existence and punches Red Hot Chili Pepper right in the face. He's like, ow. That, that, ow. Fuck me. Ow, you are fast. That's, I was oh, yeah, not expecting yeah, we this. We get like a shocked close up on Red Hot Chili Pepper with like a crack purple background. And he's like, fast. <laughs> and then, dora ra 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 He's much faster than I thought. <laughs> How could I ever have predicted this? Surely none of my actions have brought this upon myself. Man, you know, I really should have, you know, thought my life through to this point of not trying to kill oh, him. Oh yeah, the phrase, I regret my actions. <laughs> I got cocky and underestimated him. I just love that it's so literal. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a translation thing, but it's so literal. I regret my words and deeds. <laughs> oh no, if only I wasn't such an evil persona. <laughs> Uh, but then he does fight back and, like, he punches uh, Crazy Diamond in the stomach with electricity. Mm -hmm. It's good. Yeah, and jo Josuke stumbles back and trips over his Nintendo cord. Always put your toys away, kids. They never learn. Pulls that out of the socket, smashes, basically crashes into the sideboard enough to leave a dent. Oh. And Jos Tomoko we hear Tomoko from the next room being all, Hey, Josuke, what's all that racket in there? Nothing, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what it sounds like. No. It's cool. Don't come in. Don't open the door. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Red Hot Chili Pepper vamps for a bit longer. He's all like, ah, clearly I'm not the only one who's become more powerful. I'm going to grow stronger and wait longer and then I'll get Jotaro. <laughs> He's so over and the then top. He just, just he dives into the TV. And just leaves. Yep, bye. Just fucking uproots himself. Josuke immediately fixes the house. I just love that everything starts glowing that yellow aura that he has. And like all the um all the chairs stuff rays into the air. And then it's like, what the hell's going on here? Nothing. Nothing, Mum. See, look, everything's fine. I'm not wounded. <laughs> don't worry, Mum. I'm all good. You don't have to worry about a damn thing. Yeah. Cut to the next day, the hill that the rest of this episode takes place on. <laughs> it's a sunny afternoon. Koichi's there with his 
bicycle, oh, his, and... his new bicycle that he got for graduating or whatever it was. Wait, Koichi? Remember? He got a bicycle? Remember at the start of the lock episode? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that bicycle completely destroyed, though? No, he just he just ran over a fake cat on it. Oh. Oh, never mind then. And Okiyasu is there with his enormous purple motorbike that he has. Because, of course. <laughs> I mean, he has to. He's the cool guy now. And Okiyasu's complaining that bugs are biting him. Bugs. Bugs only come to me. I wonder what that signifies. What kind of symbolism does it speak to that bugs only come to him? I've heard that mosquitoes are attracted to people who have eaten bananas recently. Mm. And you know who eat bananas? Okiyasus. Yeah, Okiyasu eat bananas. Mm. Now, if I were an Okiyasu, would I have to eat banana? Yes. The answer is yes. Okuyasu. <laughs> Okiyasu? No. Okuya banana. That was nothing. <laughs> that almost worked in my head. <laughs> Turns out Jotaro's called them all there, and they're there to talk about Red Hot Chili Pepper. And at Pon mention of his name, Okiyasu's demeanour changes and he becomes super serious and snaps off the twig that he was playing with. How dare we mention his name in vain? You dare say his name in front of me? I'll eat him alive! And he basically like cuts a wrestling promo, like, <laughs> Josuke, how dare you not tell me that you encountered him? I'll destroy you at SummerSlam. <laughs> You think you could take me on at SummerSlam, Akiyasu? Why did I sound like some... Oh, it's me, guys, it's me. Josuke Higashikata. <laughs> I'm a wrestler now. I'm a pound you into the dirt. Duh. Duh. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the German Josuke. Duh. I'm a pound you down. So he's angry and Ko- Koichi exposits like, Akiyasu always gets very serious when we talk about Red Hot Chili Pepper. You see, Red Hot Chili Pepper killed his brother, Keicho. Mm-hmm. I wonder why he would have such a violent reaction mm-hmm. to someone that killed his brother. Mm. Then Jotaro arrives and he's like, no, everyone, it's cool. I told Josuke not to talk because we can't talk when electricity is around or he could be listening. I immediately clicked what was going to happen in my head and went, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like sitting there being like, hey, hang on. There's a motorbike here. Motorbikes have electricity. I had misremembered it going in, and I thought that at some point they were like, Okiyasu, your motorbike. And then he was all, that wasn't my motorbike, it was here when I got here. (laughs) But I guess that didn't happen. I would just love if that was like a meeting point where it's like, we're going to meet at the motorbike on the hill. (laughs) Does anyone know who like owns that thing? Cut to um, Mario Landmark title card. (laughs) Mario Landmark number five, the Mario motorbike. No one knows who made it. It's like a mule on a stick. (laughs) My mule on a stick. It took you like 10 seconds for that to click. Right, now I have to keep those 10 seconds in. <laughs> the 10 seconds of really awkward silence. Yeah. So Jotaro arrives and he's all like, um, Hey guys. Yeah, he's listening to us. We can't. He's, and he's spying on all of us. And Koichi's all like, Yes, he must have stolen my homework. <laughs> and Koichi, you, you, you've come a long way, but you still don't quite get it. I just love the reaction to that, where it's like, Koichi's like, I swear, I thought I left my homework on my desk, and I assume my mum took it out to the trash, and Josuke immediately just, just like, leans into frame. Just leans in from his towering stature and just goes, That's not important, Koichi. <laughs> yeah. That's not the deal. <laughs> you shouldn't be thinking about school at a time like this. Yeah. Don't mind your studies, Koichi. This isn't fucking persona, you little scrub. Someone says, I think, I believe it was Josuke. The reason that Red Hot Chili Pepper hasn't caused more trouble is because they're around. Yeah. It's sort of, I guess, a sort of 
Cold War. Uh, <laughs> Nuclear deterrence. He can drag people into phone lines as easy as making a pervy phone call. Now, I brought this up when we were watching it. Mm. What the fuck is a pervy phone call? Is it like a gross prank phone call? Hey. Hey, what are you wearing? Are you alive on that other end of the phone now that you've picked it up and I'm talking to you in a really awkward Or maybe it's like voice. in Yakuza 0 when you could call like the weird not quite phone sex lines but uh that's not a pervy phone call it's that's pretty pervy a, but that's just a phone call to a pervy hotline <laughs> that's not like making a pervy phone call it just sounds like you're making a phone call to someone 1-800-6969 Jesus Christ why not just make it 6969 6969 I don't know man I don't make the rules <laughs> How are we going to find him? Well, you see, kids. This is the new Jono Row voice. <laughs> see, kids, we've got... Well, you see, kids, the man who's arriving at Morio Port tomorrow at noon is going to help us. He's a stand user. His stand's name is Hermit Purple, but he's really old now. The hell's that help us? I don't know why well, they, that was... They say, <laughs> they say, do you know him? And Jono Row responds with the greatest line of dialogue from anything ever. <laughs> He used to be pretty ripped, though you wouldn't <laughs> guess that now. <laughs> oh, so good. I mean, the best part is I totally agree with mm. him. And he exposits about Joseph Joestar's health conditions. He's 79 years old. Uh, he, he... Or 80, we're not sure. <laughs> pretty sure 79. Okay. That's what we settle on. <laughs> but really, how old are any of us? I mean, internally, can our spirit... Can I stand we, age? Um, on my other podcast, Mr. Mr. Twins Detective Agency. Just um, plug it. Yep. <laughs> Available now on iTunes, Stitcher, and other participating pod purveyors. Um, I don't write the thing. We were watching the first was. episode of... Um, but maybe you should. Uh, we were watching the first episode of uh, Pushing Daisies. Um, is Pushing Daisies the one where the guy is... He has the power to bring dead people to life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a very sort of like whimsical narrator in that. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things that he always does is he describes exactly how old people are. So he'll be like, Mm -hmm. such and such was 35 years, 17 weeks and two days old. I see. Could we just get that with Joseph when he arrives? (laughs) Just a lovely little, he was 80 years old, physically speaking, mentally, who even fucking knows? I think I said this going into part three, but, um... I would love to see, like, time-lapse photography of Joseph Joestar ageing between parts two, three, and four. Mm. Because of the Hamon stuff. I, I would the, love... Like, I feel like in the first, like... It, it, it'd be in, like, the, the, the five, ten years before part three starts, where mm. he just starts going grey, and then... And then in, in the ten or so years since then, just, just shriveling. <laughs> I would fucking love if he comes back in part five... And you know how you get those happy old Japanese men that are like kind oh, of yeah. small and like the stereotypical wise old Japanese mm-hmm. guy who's like the mentor now. He's yeah, got his yeah. cane and like, all that. Like um, Sailor Mars's grandfather in Sailor Moon. Yes. Someone out there knows what I mean. <laughs> Where he's like just hunched over the cane being like, head your head. Like yeah. that guy. Yeah. I love if he just came back as that. Complete with the cane, of course. Yeah, so um, his legs are weak, so he uses a cane now. He had surgery to remove gallstones two years ago. Nice. He's got cataracts. Oh. He's got dentures and he complains that he can't eat T-bone steaks. Oh. And he's starting to forget things. So he's like the opposite. That's sad. He's the opposite of Captain Planet. Dementia is a sad situation. It is indeed. Well, that got very depressing very quickly, <laughs> yes. Liam. 
ultimately, and this comes back to what our friend Straitzo was saying at the start of part two, regardless of what you do, ultimately we're all still mortal and will fall to the ravages of time. I mean, what about cars? To be fair, also getting all of your blood sucked at by a vampire probably wasn't good for his uh, <laughs> his long term. Uh, and then being brought back to life mm. by the vampire blood. <laughs> yeah. Mm. With a rejuvenating effect, but a decay in morals. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Josuke's all like, oh, next you're going to tell me that his hobby is talking to mailboxes. Give me a break. Well, you'll never believe what I'm going to say next, but, but his hobby. I've gathered you here to protect him because he can't fight because he's old and shit. <laughs> he's old, he's shit, and... Well, that's about all he is. Uh, but he's old. He can help us find Red Hot Chili Peppers user. How? And it also, it turns out that um, that Jotaro didn't want to call in Joseph, but Joseph came on his own accord when he heard about the bow and arrow shenanigans. Mm. So even if he's even if he is succumbing to the ravages of old age, he's still clearly motivated mm. in that sense. I guess he may have dementia, but it hasn't hit him hard enough where he's like, uh, I'm just going to sit at home and forget everything. He's just there going, yo, I'm, a, I'm on a mission to find this damn bow and arrow and fuck some shit up like old men do. Yeah, it'd be good if he just started doing his special breathing technique and you saw the years dropping away off him. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to see Joseph Joestar molting. <laughs> it's like the opposite. Shedding his skin. And, yeah. And reverting to part two Joseph Joestar. Eh! I don't, don't think that's quite how it works. I mean, Hamon was pretty bullshit. <laughs> There's a lot of things that it could do. They say that if you... So bring- Koichi has a sudden realisation about the nature of this foreigner who's coming to visit them. But that means that he's... But it's interrupted as the motorbike revs. Red Hot Chili Pepper shoots out of the electric battery it has and sits on the, um... Sits on the motorbike seat revving the motorcycle. <laughs> Josuke. And look, looking super cool. Josuke then goes, that's weird, I thought I'd turn the TV off. <laughs> So Okios is all oh, like... Oh, um, we had a brief ad break where we got the landmark card for the Mario Grand Hotel. Oh, yeah. A lot of text, didn't read it at all, but it talked about their beef tongue soup their or whatever. beef tongue soup? That's a thing? Apparently. That sounds amazing! Go get some. I, I mean, I, I don't know if Mario is a real place, though. So I don't know if I can get, get their beef tongue soup, though. It's not a real place. Damn it! Damn. But I remember when, part, when there was speculation that part four was in development... People were like keenly watching the Twitter feed of David Productions, and they were like, "Here are the photos of our of our newly constructed town. No, <laughs> of our retreat to one of the towns that was a significant inspiration for Mario. Right? And everyone was like, research trip? Question mark. Yeah. So maybe it does exist, just not as Mario. Maybe it exists in, in our hearts. Oh, don't give me that shit. Of course it doesn't exist in our hearts. You said the same thing. No, it doesn't exist in our hearts. I want real beef tongue soup. I mean, that exists. Where? I don't know, Japan. What do you want from me, man? I want answers. There are no electrical lines out in the middle of this field, allowing you to hide from any electrical surveillance, much like people did in the Cold War. So I hid in Okiyasu's motorcycle battery. It's a pretty good idea. That's what I saw coming. And now I know I just need to go kill the old man at the port at noon. I'm going to take this motorbike like a motherfucker. And Koichi's all, he's going to kill Josuke's father. And then he'll kill me. Oh, and my, my dog police. Oh, oh, that got dark. How many dead dogs would that make? If we let him go, he'll kill Joseph. Quick, Josuke, throw a rock and destroy that bike. <laughs> I just love his little problem solving skills. Oh, are like, that Koichi's such a quick thinker. 
you know, he couldn't get out of the house, but he did manage to get out of there with some quick thinking. This time, oh, throw a rock at that bike. That'll surely destroy it. <laughs> um, but then, no, Okiyasu steps up, glowing with, with cool energy. It's like, nah, man. I got this. It's me, Okiyasu. And then he starts cutting through space and time with his hand and basically teleporting up over to the bike. Now, I asked this question to you multiple times, but, I mean, Josuke is there with mm-hmm. Star Platinum. Jotaro. Jodoro is there with Star Platinum. Yep. I mean, you, you could just stop time and just punch it I mean, off. yes, in the, in the first instance, but I imagine after a couple of seconds that bike would have been out of the appreciable range to, to do anything. But then you just keep stopping time. But <laughs> this brings us back to the discussion we had in Dio's world yeah. about how we aren't really sure how that works. At all. <laughs> do you reckon Araki has an idea of how it works and he's like, uh, let's just try and it get it. It works as dramatically convenient. Sure. So this bike is getting away, but Okiyasu's catching the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, and then he ends up, like, right above the bike, and he, he tries to slam down and land on it, and um, Red Hot Chili Pepper dodges. So then it, Chili Pepper is, like, attached to the bike and electricity by his tail. Mm-hmm. Then Okiyasu is just standing on the back of the running motorcycle. That apparently is going, like, 300 kilometers, like, in distance in this short <laughs> period of conversation. So he's all like, I'm going to scrape you away. And uh, he's all like, I'm going to compliment you, Okiyasu, for instantly transferring yourself over here. But your the hand has too big a wind-up. In other words, I'm like Sonic the Hedgehog and you're too slow. <laughs> just, for some reason, I thought you were going to go, I'm like Sonic the Hedgehog and you're the just... Hedgehog. Um, the Hedgehog. You're, I'm like Sonic the Hedgehog and you're just a little bitch. Sonic the Hedgehonsho. Sonic... Eh... He's like a Russian mafia. Dude. Sure. He's like, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog. But Akiyasu says, I wasn't aiming for you. And he scraped away the bike's front wheel. The bike... Okay, so the bike skids out and crashes and, and Chili Pepper is sent tumbling. Mm-hmm. Akiyasu, however... Is now left with Casually jumps bike. into the air yeah. and then slowly descends for a perfect landing. So I guess people still can just fly. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, to be fair, would we have it any other way? <laughs> um, so Chili Pepper has been disconnected from his source of escape. <gasps> He's got limited electricity. Oh no. Okiyasu standing above him looking super threatening and mad in this episode. Josuke's all like, yeah, good work, Okiyasu. And Jedder is all like, don't kill him. Whatever you do. I love, throughout this whole sequence, like, great, they stopped him from getting away, but he's still an active threat, and everyone else just seems to be, like, slowly ambling over. Mm. Mm. I feel like that's just a Joe Star thing, yeah. though. Oh, we've got to get over there as soon as we can. <laughs> yeah. They're just walking like, hey, nice work, Hands Akiyasu. in pockets. Yeah. I can stop time. <laughs> yeah, so... Looks like um, the nearest power lines are 100 metres or so away, so they got him. But still up in the mix. They fight for a bit. Um, oh, no, first they, first they banter for a bit, and uh, Okiyasu's all like, you probably think I'm going to get revenge on my brother, but no, my brother deserved to die. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's, that's good to hear, buddy. The thing about crimes is when you keep doing stuff like that, it's going to come back to you. Is, is he trying to create some kind of moral framework that he's working under here? It, he's it's like, like karma, right? It is like karma, but has he ever had any inclination towards karma before well, this uh, moment? We know Okuyasu's not a deep thinker. He's really fucking not. But clearly he believes in, uh, you know, getting out of the world what you put into it. Yeah. 
question. When you're hurting a lot of people, you're making a lot of enemies. Someone's going to come and bite you in the butt. But he doesn't want to take his brother's life as an act of vengeance anymore. So... Oh, he's super angry, but he's trying to be more rational. But then um, Chili Pepper demonstrates that he's quite good at getting under his skin and goads him into attacking. He's all like... He's all like because he offers to spare Chili Pepper's name if he tells him Stan uses his name and address. Yep. But Chili Pepper's not having it. And he's like, oh, you're calmer than I thought. I would have thought your insides were boiling. And Okiyasu's all, oh, I hope you don't tell me. I'm itching for an excuse to snap your little neck. Jotaro's there going, don't, don't do, do it. Don't do that, Okiyasu. It's a dumb thing uh, to uh, do. We'll be over there in like five, ten minutes. There's going to be a convenient plot point coming up in somewhere in the near, I don't know, next two episodes that we'll reach you by. So they fight. Um, There's some cool choreography. Choreography. Um, yep. Okiyasu does a big swipe. Uh, Chili Pepper with his speed easily dodges it and then gloats for a bit. But what he doesn't, doesn't realise is that Okiyasu has still done one of those teleporty scrapes. <gasps> so then he appears in the air above him. And I like this. He starts sort of stomping down with the hand's foot and like then stepping on his head. And I mm. like this because particularly with Star Platinum and Crazy Diamond and the hand, mm-hmm. you so often just see them doing those punch rushes. Mm. So like, uh, you know, something that, you know, gets the feet working is novel. Yes. I also commented that it was very ironic. That the hand would use his foot. Wow, so ironic. It's so funny. The foot is able to return things that have been scraped away. The foot That's is not true. The foot is the powerhouse of the ankle. <laughs> Liam is now looking at me as though my life is subject to some kind of Though penalty. you are a mere cockroach to be ground beneath my ankle, of which the foot is the powerhouse. <laughs> There is no value in destroying me anymore. So why not? <laughs> For just you have do it? already destroyed yourself. <laughs> the powerhouse of your life is no more. I see through the lies of the Jedi. <laughs> but what about the neck assault? What about the assault on the neck? I matched with someone on Tinder recently who, yeah. oh, who Tinder. started speaking to me in conversation and with via. Okay, hang on, slow down a minute. That just sounds like you went, oh, I matched up with someone on Tinder that I am now talking to. In real life. I matched up with someone on Tinder. Yeah. Who, to start a conversation, posted the gif of, of General Kenobi jumping down going, Hello there. It's a match. So obviously I have to match. respond with General Grievous saying, General Kenobi. No, wait, what's their name? Slash, put their name there. I'm not going to make Kenobi. a custom meme. Why? Okay, if I was going to go out with someone. I'm not going to go out with someone. I just chatted with them a couple of times. Oh, God damn. The point is, Star Wars prequel memes and Star Wars prequels are good. Rebels finished. Rebels was good. That's a Star Wars prequel. Freddie Prinze Jr. was in it. Ahsoka Tano. She's up in the mix. My foot's gone to sleep again. (laughs) Get that shit alive, son. Oh, that that doesn't sound good. (laughs) Life is hard, Nick. Hey, you know what'll make life a lot easier? If you like the hand, just chop my just foot off. My foot off. I know it's the powerhouse of the ankle, but trust me when I say sometimes a powerhouse can be too powerful. Look at anyway. They fight more. Um, there's a lot of like um frantic um squeals, scraping, and Chili Pepper is you know you know like when you're you you 
are really in a bad spot in a, in a fight and you're like you're on your back and your hands and your knees and you're, you're yeah. crawling backwards. You're just jumping back just all the time. desperately trying to avoid that fatal blow. Mm. He's doing that and Okiyasu is like carving big rivets in the ground. Yeah, we've all been there. Because he's getting slower because the power of the bike battery is running low. It's only a battery. So he's he loses his golden sheen and he's like all rusty almost. Or brown. Would, would you say that's accurate? I don't know if it's right. I think it's just it's he's kind like of, a light bulb. It's kind of, I would say it's kind of a rust colour, though, even if it's yeah. not necessarily rusty. Yeah, like um, a dark brown kind of... Shitty metal. Yeah, really shitty metal. Like, if you were listening to Satyricon, that's basically what I've literally about. never heard of that. And for good reason. So, yeah, Jotaro's like, you did it, Okiyasu, you won. Don't kill him, I'm going to ask him some questions. I'll be there... 15 yeah, minutes. 15, 20 minutes. Just gonna, gonna just grab some Italian. Get some, yeah, Italian food from Tonio. We'll be back. Stay trendy. And then, once again, Chili Pepper demonstrates his mastery of Okiyasu's psyche. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I look really weak and pathetic right now, don't I? You could just kill me. But what if? What if I'm actually really strong? <laughs> and he's saying this while he is... He's that hes that rusty colour. He's on the ground and he's covered in his own blood. You know, I could be faking it, you know? I could have... It's like the Black Knight from Monty Python. Maybe I'm stronger than I've ever been. <laughs> I just beat you the fuck down, bro. Or did I let you so that I could kill Jotaro when he gets close? Okiyasu immediately goes, Shit, what if he's right? He agonises over this for, for some time. <laughs> A literal web emerges behind him that's yeah. all purple and, like, green. <laughs> Sinister. It's like, oh no. What if... What if I'm the fool? What if he's not the one that's being killed, but I'm the one that's being killed? Is he? Does he have something up his sleeve? Eventually, he loses his temper. <laughs> does he even have sleeves? <laughs> Eventually, he loses his temper. He's like, I can't be bothered thinking about this anymore. I'm just going to attack you. is all like, don't no, be an idiot. That's what he wants. <laughs> just like, he already knows the plot. Yeah. He attacks. And okay. with this attack, credit mm. where it's due. Yeah. He does slice Red Hot Chili Pepper in half. Alas, it wasn't enough. Scraping away his lower body. To reveal underneath. Severed electrical wires beneath <gasps> that ground. But if the battery was but a mere battery, then the city itself would be like a really big fucking battery. Whoa, maybe that's how he's been getting stronger, Nick. Oh, <laughs> he's been using other people's electric bills to make himself more powerful. Yeah, that's the name of uh, his sand user, Electric Bill. <laughs> electric Bill. You fool, I wasn't Red Hot Chili Pepper, I was Electric Bill. Like that guy from Red Dragon, Bill. <laughs> Buffalo Bill. <laughs> Buffalo Bill. Yeah, who was powered by buffaloes. The problem is, I wouldn't fuck me, I'd fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Thank you. Thank um, you. Yeah, so he's got full electricity again, he goes Super Saiyan. Uh <laughs> I just love that half of part four has been, and he goes Super Saiyan, and we're just there. And, we're, and we're done. <laughs> That's uh, it. That's the episode, folks. And then he does, like, full-on, like, stupid samurai shit, where he, like, <laughs> he holds out his sharp point pinky finger, and gleam, and then he, he dives past Okuyasu and strikes a pose, and Okuyasu's right hand, his special right hand that he uses to scrape things away, <gasps> is severed from his wrist. Oh, no! He hits the hand, but obviously, like, the, the stand of the hand, uh, but obviously that flows on to, to the boy. The boy. The boy. What What boy? Okiyasu. Why are we calling Okiyasu the boy? Because I wanted to. I don't know, man. I need to justify myself to you. 
<laughs> I can be creative. Mind your stand, boy. He's trying to manipulate you. Damn it, it's Dad. It's me, Jodoro, the god of war. Damn it, Dad. I can do what I want. I'm the boy of god. Boy of god. I assume that's how that dynamic works. <laughs> it does for a bit, yeah. Damn it, Dad. I don't want to be held down by you. I'm going to get on your back so you can be held down by me. You're right. Anyway, um, <laughs> and then he grabs him by the throat, like real cool style. Um, and, <laughs> and he's all like, your big brother said that you held him back. And he was right. You're pathetic. <laughs> your mind is underdeveloped. Not like me. Red hot chili pepper. <laughs> you using physics and space time, but me, an intellectual, will show you <laughs> the way. Anyway, I'm gonna go kill Joseph Joestar now. Bye bye. And away he vanishes into the electrical wiring. Taking our boy Okuyasu with him. Oh no! So Koichi freaks out, quite understandably. Koichi's all like, holy fuck, Okuyasu's fucking dead. Yeah, he's crying, he's, he's frantic, he's impotently, um, Pouring at the, the seven electrical wires and and mm, <laughs> fucking freshers behind him, our JoJo's are just like, uh, mm. Mm. I mean, that's inconvenient. Yeah, I can't believe it. We had him cornered. Yeah, we uh, always had him too. Mm, he's yeah. pretty dangerous. Yeah, in a way, he can use electricity. Yeah, and Koichi's like, what the fuck is wrong with you two? He's dead. Um, Okiyasu's dead. Oh yeah, guess we should worry about Okiyasu. Says Josuke. Yeah, I suppose so. Man, it's a really good thing that his hand was set yeah, off. Yeah, that was a real silver lining. What the fuck are you two talking about? Anyway, pick up arm, crazy diamond. My favourite thing about this is that it makes zero sense. Why? So, Okiyasu just reappears from the electrical yep. wiring. But, like... That makes sense. Surely he'd have to be within range of crazy diamond to reform No, him. there's no range on, on that. He could punch the earth and reform everything that's connected to it. Do you understand the power? I don't think that's... But what he could do, theoretically, I guess, unless there is a, a larger range than, than comes into um, into play in, over the course of this story. Yeah. Um, I guess he could smash something on one side of the earth, take a piece of it to the other side of the earth, and then repair it, and then either let go of that one or have the rest come well, to yeah, him. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you can, If there's no range on it, it's like, well, I can just well, let, fix let, let me just put it this way. Um, obviously, Crazy Diamond has its own range that mm-hmm. it can... can Punch at. Yep. And can operate within. Yep. But within the confines of the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4 Diamond is Unbreakable story, we never encounter a set range on, oh, that's too far away for the other fragments to come back. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. All right. So does that mean that you could just chop off a bit of the bow and arrow and then be all like, and now I reform them in my hand. Foomph. I would say it, it often works. I take this splinter from Okiyasu when he I mean, held I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it, you know... It's very fun to like micro-examine these things, but but oh. um, I would say much like most things in JoJo, it works in the way that makes it interesting for the plot. Sure. So in this sense, we're able to pull Okuyasu back. I there's a, some other times in future where by fixing a shard of something, they pursue that shard. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. They find like a hotel key, and then they're like, hmm. I mean, it doesn't have a number on it. Hang on, I'll reform the door. <laughs> Okay, cool. It was room 397. Sure. Yeah, like that. Although, to be fair, he wouldn't be able to reform it unless he knew what it was. You don't know that, do you? I don't know. No one knows anything. Anyway, Okuyasu's back. He's sad because he couldn't avenge his brother when he got his ass kicked. I couldn't do it. He's like crying and punching the grass. He's like Gohan, where he's all like, I couldn't do it. 
I've let my dad down. And Koichi's all like, it's not about revenge or winning or losing. We have to protect Joseph Joestar for everyone. For the place we live in. Isn't that right, Josuke and Jotaro? Who are gone, walking down the hill going, hmm. So he arrives? Yeah, we were taking this too lightly. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe we should try going there Let's go to the port. Yeah, is it that way? No, it's that way. Okay, cool. Cool, yeah. I'll follow you along. We're so cool. We're sociopaths. (laughs) Koichi's like, aren't you two being a bit too cool? Don't don't even acknowledge him. Yeah. Yeah, he's literally like, guys, Akiyasu's traumatized. (laughs) They're like, hmm. Our next move could involve... Stands, possibly. We don't know. And Akiyasu's all like, "You've taught me a lesson, Red Hot Chili Pepper, about surpassing my brother." You were right. Cut to big boat. A man, <laughs> a man whose hat is meant to say speed wagon, but I feel like we see it pretty straight on, and it says Pete Agon. <laughs> says Mr. Joestar will be arriving in port soon, <clears throat> and a man in a red coat with a yellowish brownish hat on coughs. with his back to us coughs <coughs> to be continued <coughs> so nick <coughs> yes highlights and lowlights for this episode highlight is the twist of chili pepper being sucked in through the cabling underground when that happened i was like holy fucking shit that is a good fucking you mean okiyasu no 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 oh, the... oh his 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 clever escape exactly his clever plan where he's like of course i wanted to hit me but so I could get away. Ah. It's like, oh my god. Oh yeah, and he was all like, I know where every power line in yeah. this town is. I was like, that makes perfect sense. Holy shit, that's amazing. Mm. Good gambit. Oh, so good. So good. Your highlight? My highlight is that one shot of Red Hot Chili Pepper on the back of a motorcycle revving its engine. <laughs> where it looks a little bit too seductive. Just silly. For his own good. Where he's like, hey boys, I'm on a motorcycle. Fucking get wrecked. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Motorcycles are cool. Mm. Low lights. Uh, the fact that basically nothing happened in this episode. Yeah, there was a good, like, action set piece, but... And that was it. Yeah. We're at the same setup that we were at at the start of the episode, where it's like, Joseph Joestar is coming into the port. Mm, That's fair. Uh, the villain has followed them, and he could show up at any moment. And this time he showed up, but then he went away again. And Okiyasu is now somewhat traumatised, but not too traumatised. It's like, okay, alright, so Mm -hmm. nothing... It's like The Last Jedi, where nothing really you happened. shut your goddamn I mouth. I mean, we're ha- at the wait, same point. You say nothing happened in it. So much happened in it. But we're at the same point at the start as we were at the end. No, we're really, the only thing we're that, really, really not. The only thing that happened was that we burned down some Jedi shit and Luke's gone. I mean, we should save this for our... Uh... <laughs> our mad critique our patreon bonus episode on the last <laughs> jedi or the next uh, star wars one that we'll inevitably do but i very strongly disagree with i mean you. i thought it was a great fucking film but at the same time had some flaws i mean nothing was that is without its flaws You're even right. the greatest star wars movie of them all the phantom menace has some minor flaws <sighs> oh <laughs> i could kill you with my bare hands i'd like to see you try i Fuck, I'd like to see me try as well. Jesus, I don't even know if I can pull off. My low light. Did I even come up with a low Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, never, never mind. My low light is the bit where Koichi is like, yeah, and Red Hot Chili Pepper stole my homework too. Get your head in the game, kid. <laughs> How is that a low light? He's not taking this seriously. But that's amazing. That's like so Koichi. Yeah, I don't really, I'm really, I don't really have very it is obvious so low Koichi. light for the episode. It's so I just picked so that Koichi. and I'm allowed to. <laughs> That's your freedom. So Nick. Yeah. 
Joseph Joestar is arriving at Mario Port at noon today. Yep. <laughs> what were my predictions last time? Because they're probably going to be... What do you think will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 4? Diamond is unbreakable in the episode entitled Red Hot Chili Pepper Part 2. Hmm. 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 Part 2. Yeah. Dos. What other words for two are there? There aren't any other words for two. Okay, here's what I reckon. Jotaro is with the team. Right, we've got that down. It's definitely going to happen. Joseph's going to get off and be all like, Ah! My boy! You goddamn fool! You blew it up! You... <laughs> Damn you all to hell! Doctor, say it! Um, okay, so I reckon... Yeah, Joseph's going to get off the boat. And he's going to be all like, Ah, I remember this place. It's I remember good. having sex with some lady here. 18 years ago, or however old Josuke is. Boy, I have pretty shitty memories of this goddamn hellhole. So I, I left, and we're going to get a nice exposition of why he didn't stay, oh. and why it all came to this, and why he was and, like... Um, and thought, thoughts, um, thoughts on his relationship with Tomoko and or Josuke going forward? Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm assuming he's going to stick around, like, for a while. Uh, because they wouldn't introduce him and be like, and I'm off again. Unless he does die. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. I reckon he's going to stay for a yeah, while. Yeah, Joseph Joe sounds like a cockroach. He'll outlive us all. To be fair, he, we did kill him once already. And then he just fucking came back. Mm-hmm. And then we tried to kill him again. But he was too powerful. <laughs> Nothing could stop the Joe stuff. Um, yeah, so we're going to get a nice bit of exposition about like, you know, I came here on a fishing trip. Uh, and then I had sex with a lady. Is she still alive? I'll bet she is. It seems so long ago. Surely she's naught dust, but but dust in the wind now. How old was Tomoko when they, like, you know... Would have been quite young. Kind of creepily young. Yeah, 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 but, like... She's quite young. Hang on, I'll pull up her Jojopedia page. Yeah, because I think we had this conversation before. We we surely must have. I think she's a couple... She's a few years younger than Holly, I'm pretty sure. I mean, she would would definitely have to be a few years younger than Holly, because she'd have to be about... Whoa. That doesn't... No, that doesn't... Uh, I'm dying. <laughs> Help. What is happening? What is going on? I'm having, I'm having problems in my brain. Oh, dear. I mean, she would absolutely have to be younger than Holly. Because Holly... Was... But people can have kids at different ages. That's that's the, the mind journey I just went through. Yes, but at the same time... So she's 37 years old. Um... Okay, and take Joe's, away 18 from that. Yeah, Joe's case are 16 to 18. I can't remember the exact date. But yep. it, so, yeah, around 20, 21, 22. Oh, boy. That's old enough, but... I mean, it's legal, not, but it's not moral necess- necessarily. Well, it depends on which country you go to. In Japan, the age of consent is like fucking... I mean, we've already established that age of consent isn't a valid... Isn't a relevant thing here. I mean... It's just a kind of... The, the age of consent in manga... <laughs> No, Nick, we've already established that we're not talking about the age of consent here. The the age of bone is, in a manga, anything. The age of bone. The age of man is long since past, and now the age of bone. In the far distant future, when the sun has gone dark, the only thing that man has that it can rely on is spooky. Is bone. (laughs) Climb the skeleton king, (laughs) retrieve the bone sword, and embark upon your epic quest to find... This is my new Dark Souls game. (laughs) But Father Fema, what weapon shall I take with me? Take this trumpet, my boy. Bone (laughs) saw. Take this bone saw with you, my boy. (laughs) Is the next Bloodborne game. Anyway, kickstart our shit. 
Bloodbone. Bloodbone. Boneborn. But I want my blood back. It's how I live. No, my boy. You live with the bones. Of the bones. And so now every weapon is just made of bone. Yeah. There's the bone sword, the bone bow. The, the bone bone. Because it's just a bone made of bone. Mm-hmm. But it's like a bone within a bone yeah. that you like hit things with. There's the bone skeleton. It's just another skeleton be like, hey, my name is Boner. Hey, you want to go for a field trip? And he just doesn't stop talking. Yeah, he's like Mimir in God of War. Is he the guy that doesn't die? He's a severed head who hangs around on your belt and talks. Nice. Nice. He's like that, um, the skull from that Suda51 game. The the one where the, the Mexican guy's all like, yeah, I'm really cool. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, Ride to Hell. Nope, that was the shitty Oh, yeah, that's that shitty mot- motorbike game. Yeah. That's such a bad game. It's so <laughs> stupid. But it had some Everyone, of the most intimate um, moments of any game. I, I can recommend two Let's Plays of this game, listener. Um, there's <laughs> one by the men drinking coffee, and there's one by the super best friends. Watch one of them, because this game has to be seen to be believed for how bad it is. Um, Ride to Hell Retribution. Yeah, um, Gussie a fucking Hotspur is the ca- protagonist's name. Garcia fucking Hotspur? Yeah. He goes to hell to save his girlfriend. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, and he's got a friend that's a skull. Yeah, that's like, a, but it's also like his gun and also like a torch. His motorbike. Yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. So anyway, so yes, yeah, so show your relation, up. the relationship between Joseph, Josuke, and Tomiko. Yep, is all based on boning. Uh, but he, I reckon we're gonna get the a same long... thing could be said of all religions. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Uh, I reckon we're gonna get. A nice little exposition about why Joseph did it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Or should I say, did her in the first place? You shouldn't. Okay, did it. All right. Um, and Josuke will be all like, where the fuck were you? You were never there for me, dad. You're really old. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. You're older than my granddad. This is weird. Oh, shit. That's, maybe he is. Oh, his other granddad. Potentially, yeah. Yeah. That is weird. That's weird. That is, ooh, that is weird. And he's dead. <laughs> just, the first thing that he comes up with is like, man, you're older than my granddad and he's dead. <laughs> That's like the oldest you can be. Oh, no. Um, um, and, yep. what's, and what's going to happen with Red Hot Chili Pepper? Okay. They get off the boat. <laughs> At noon. Uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper will be waiting. Lying in wait. And I'll be watching being like, haha, I have an idea. I have a shocking idea. Time to shoot him with this bow and arrow. <laughs> and it'll give him like a double stand. Yeah. I mean, more likely it'll just fucking kill him, but you know. My new stand's power is it fixes my dementia. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe. It's called Video Killed the Radio Star. Oh. Because that's what I call all the stands I make up. Why do I have to have hiccups right at... The best section. Alright, let's power through. Okay, so, uh, he'll probably try and shoot him with the arrow and everyone will be like, be on the lookout. He's out there. But he does just want to kill him, he said. Yeah, so he'll shoot him with a bow oh, and yeah. arrow. <laughs> yeah, that kills most people. Yeah, believe it or not, Liam, the bow and arrow doesn't just give you magical superpowers. That sounds a little far-fetched to me. I mean, let's be real, it worked for... Who's the Mongolian guy who took over most of, like... Genghis Khan? Was it Genghis Khan or was it... it mu- yeah. Yeah. It must have been Genghis Khan. He, like, took over yeah. most of, like, that continent. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He led the Mongols, who were terrifying. But they were also very friendly. They're like, yeah, we've murdered everyone. You want to join? We could use you on the crew. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Oh, but not the kids. Kill, kill the kids. This is a weird diversion late in the episode. In an episode full of weird diversions. <laughs> Nick, how are they uh, going to beat Red Hot Chili Pepper? Or will they? I reckon this is going to be a three-parter for Red Hot... Damn it. <laughs> 
for red hot chili pepper. So he he they perhaps they will um they'll start they'll, they'll thwart him but he'll escape. And uh, then Joseph Joestar will use his stand Hermit exactly. Purple to find his base. Exactly. And they'll be all like, ha he's there. What, like, do, what do you think his user problem. will be like? <sighs> You'd previously conjectured, conjectured about Lighthouse Keeper. Mm, that's true, Lighthouse Keeper, because they have a giant light. Um, I mean, he's probably a... God damn it. Maybe he's a charming fellow. Maybe he runs the local orphanage. <laughs> Yes, these children are the best batteries. <laughs> it's like the Matrix, you know? You walk into this orphanage and they're just in these pods. Mm. They're like, all right, Jimmy, it's time for your 3 p.m. walk. <laughs> Come on, get out. And he just drags them along on a leash. Do they have to do walks in the Matrix? That's a good question. I, I don't, don't think so, because I think they were in the pods their whole lives. How does that work, you know? Like, how do you feed someone? Nutrient slop. Slime. I like slop more. <laughs> Quick, submerge him in the nutrient slop. I'm sorry, B- Barry, could we call it nutrient slime? I would, I, I would presume. Uh-huh. Yeah? Just just ad hoc off the top of my head, spinning together a basic pod people machine uh, regime. Oh, Nick's yeah. having a hard time with his hiccups. I'm having a good day. I would assume that you feed people, or you immerse, immerse people in that slurry of nutrients and... And their own... And other shit. Whatever it is. Um, and then when people die, you break them down into more of that nutrients and shit. But then you need to grow them. So then you, you just need more and more and more in order to make that feasible. You just run out of nutrient slot. Mm, I don't know. Because, I mean, if you eat a, per- a person, within like a day, you've already run out of the energy that they have. Well, you're not, but you're also not actively eating it. You know, you're, you're immersed in it. That's true. So maybe the rate of consumption is slower. Mm, that's true. But then wouldn't you die? Not getting enough nutrients? Well, I don't know. I didn't write the fucking Matrix. Yeah, man. I'm not the Wachowski sisters. <laughs> Oh man! So anyway, Joyce is gonna show up. But they're gonna th- they're gonna thwart him, but not defeat Red Hot Chili Pepper. And then they're gonna be like, "Ah, we found you, Stand Man. That's my name. How did you know?" <laughs> That's all the episode is gonna be. Okay, a fight scene of some kind, and a lot of like, "Why did you leave, you asshole?" And then maybe Tomiko will show up and be all like, "Joseph Joestar." As I live and breathe. <clears throat> I am dying. And now I die. Bone me one more time before oh, I die. God. Oh, you know it's going to show up. He'll be like, oh, I love you, pumpkin. Get me away from her. <laughs> okay, if you like the show, you can correspond with us at jodospodcast at gmail.com or at jodospodcast on Twitter. If you would like to financially support us in any kind of way, you can go to hiccup.com where you can then kill me and everything <laughs> I stand for. Uh, you can support us financially on Patreon. Slash. <laughs> How am I hiccups doing this? You can support us on Patreon slash Jojo. Patreon.com slash Jojo as well. If you don't have the financial means to support us, we would appreciate it if you could tell a friend or just give us a rating on iTunes or similar services. We don't need your money. Well, I mean, literally we don't. I mean, come the new financial year, I'm going to be in dire financial straits. So, <laughs> But we don't need your money. Until next time. To, to be, be continued. continued.